Confidently beautiful with a heart. That's what Pia Wurzbach showed the world she is when she won the Miss Universe crown in 2015. Admirable indeed. But as it turns out, there are even more sides to Queen P than the poised and regal beauty queen we've become familiar with. And after hesitating for quite a while, she's finally ready to shake off the crown, let her hair down, and finally be herself. My name is Leah Cruz. On this episode of What Glass Ceiling, we talk to Pia Wurzbach. Hi, Pia. Welcome to What Glass Ceiling. Thank you. Hi, Leah. How are you? I'm good. I hope you're good too. And we're very excited to have you. Yes, I'm also very excited for this show. I love the concept of your show. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. And I have to congratulate you as well for your new podcast. You have Between Us Queens, which is a Spotify original. And that's you and your friends and fellow beauty queens, Carla, Lizardo, and Bianca Guidotti. And you're talking about real issues and concerns. Concerns. And I have to say, it's refreshing to see a more candid side of you and really hear your thoughts. Oh, thank you. Um, I really appreciate that. I've been looking for a platform where I can be more myself and be less of a beauty queen. And I think I found it with it with this podcast. So um, I'm really happy to hear that because that was the goal. It's it's so it's so nice to go through your episodes and really hear your take. Uh, very unscripted because you know you're 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 Miss Universe. You're literally on a pedestal wearing the crown. So it's actually great for people to know that you have the same concerns. You go through the same things as so many women out there. Yeah, I think that's the misconception to say with beauty queens is that you're not a real person or that you never make mistakes. You're always done up. You it's always perfect and that you are that everything is just going well all the time but that's not true you know like we have real life experiences the pageant is just a part of our life but our life involves you know relationships and work and career and you know growing up as a woman and um and family and finances and there's just so many things that women can talk about. So we found that through our podcast. So I'm really happy that we're able to finally talk more about it because, you know, Leah, I don't really get asked, you know, about those topics or those questions when I'm at an interview. How do you strike a balance between having to be that person that the public expects you to be and, you know, your real self, your unscripted, your candid self? How do you, how do you go between those two personas? I used to think that they should be just one person. Like the way I am in real life has to be, well, like the way I am also as other people see me. And I still would like to believe that 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 is so. But I can't deny the fact that people, of course, when they think Beauty Queen or Miss Universe, they automatically think, I wala mga problema yan. I perfect na yan. I... Sa kanya tayo kukuha ng advice, pero hindi nagkakaproblema yan, for sure. It, that's not true, eh. That's, that's not true. And that's why I'm, what I'm continuously trying to, I guess, say or try to show is that authenticity is very important to me. And I just want to be myself or at least for people to know me as just me. But is it scary? Like, natatakot ka ba? The prospect na makikilala talaga my true self by people who can also be very oh, critical. Na- yes, of course. I wonder if they like Pia words back. Pag nalaman ba ng mga tao na sobrang kengkoy ko, mag-gustong pa kaya nila ako. Pag nalaman nila na 
well, kung hindi naman ako American accent pag nag-English ako, or kung, eh, ito ako eh. So, of course, there was that fear at um, at the beginning. And that's why I was so calculated at first. I'm slowly starting to relax a little bit more where, you know, dati kasi, kahit yung mga story lang or mga story lang ha, mabilis lang isang ilang seconds lang yun. Parang ayoko talaga na mahanapan ng mali, mahanapan mm-hmm. ng ano, butas, ganon. How has the reaction the reaction been to hearing you talk about real issues and real topics? Well, good and bad, that depends. Nung, at the start of the pandemic last year, I was really quiet about political issues. Like, there's there are things that I try not to get involved with because you just never know who you're gonna offend. People get so offended all the time about the littlest things. Kahit man wala ka namang sinabi, suddenly may meaning na yung sinabi mo. So, for example, with politics, dati, I tried to be really neutral. You know, granted, hindi naman ako nagmumura or yung parang, uh-huh. you know, really trying to tear somebody down online. But I'll say what I think, you know, and if you, and if, you know, some people online aren't happy with it, as long as wala naman akong sinasaktan, and I'm just voicing what I think, then, you know, there shouldn't be a problem. But it wasn't it wasn't as easy as that. It took me a while. Like a lot of back and forth thinking that, should I voice out my opinion or not? And then that was also the same question that I kept asking myself when I did the podcast with Carla and Mar, is that, wow, dati ang mga tanong lang sa atin, medyo kayang-kayang sagutin, like tungkol sa pageants. Pero ngayon parang, ano na opinion mo sa ganito-ganyan? Parang, okay, now we really have to say something. And then... I just became more comfortable with it, also thanks to the show. So that's why I always try to, you know, be as um, real as possible. Is it empowering to finally take off your crown and show them basically who you really are? Because a lot of women actually who are not beauty queens have issues then parang showing their true selves to other people because judgment is really a universal thing. We're all judged all the time. It was very, you know, a nice feeling to take to take the crown off. It wasn't an overnight thing though. I, I as I told you, it was a lot of back and forth. Like one day I'll think, okay, ito na, makikilala na ako ng mga tao as Pia and then people are gonna forget about Miss Universe and then this is it. And then I'll go back, you know, and then be like, wait a minute. But, people are never going to forget about Miss Universe. So what should I do? Where do I find the right balance? I think now I've, I'm slowly starting to find the right balance. Like Miss Universe is a blessing and a curse at the same time because you will always be Miss Universe. It's a blessing, but then you will always be Miss Universe, also a curse. That is very wise and that is very beautiful. I have to, I have to clap with that. <laughs> now, if you had the... If you were able to control the narrative and and be able to dictate how people see you or what they know you for, what would you like them to see you for? When I was growing up, I used to look at beauty queens as people who have got it all together, who know what they want, know how to get it, and just they never make mistakes. Well, it just looks like that they never make mistakes. And even when I was growing up, I used to think they're just perfect people and the role models but that's not real like i would like to believe it's real how like we want to believe love you know like these fairy tales are real of course you want to believe that they're real but then the truth is they're just like you and they will 
they also have really bad days and really down days and they will make mistakes and maybe they won't do the right thing. But that doesn't mean I I don't look up to these women, you know. And that's something that I want to see slowly change in in the pageant world, in the pageant industry, in the Philippines also, is that it's nice to look up to a beauty queen, but let's not forget that they're also real people. Maybe you should lo- look up to them, not because they're beauty queens that are perfect, but maybe because they are imperfect women who got the crown. I mean, I think it's just a matter of perspective. Another great thing that your podcast, that Between Us Queens and even Quentuan highlights, is your friendship with Carla and Bianca. Because it's it's surprising to, to us common folk because we have this image of the pageant world being very competitive and being catty and not a place where you go to find real friends. So it's it's also very nice to know that you found real friends in it. You know, that's actually one more thing that is not, you know, entirely true with pageants. It is a competitive setting because it is a contest and only one person wins like I understand that but the girls are there together for weeks and even months and of course you grow closer and then you you form friendships granted you're not going to be best friends with literally everyone because syempre my personality sa bumabagay pero um I got really close with them and um we had an idea of doing like a project together but we didn't we weren't sure of what it was at first we wanted to do a makeup vlog vlog pa vlog hindi vlog vlog and then after a while big uh hindi natuloy so parang years to years in the making and then last i mean no not even last year 2019 end of 2019 um lang namin na, you know what let's just try this podcast let's just see what we can do with it Let's see where it, it will take us. And then we gave it a go. The pandemic happened. And then, hindi expect, but it became sort of like, okay, yung ngayon kasi, when you look at Quintuhan or Between Us Queens, parang naging, especially Between Us Queens, parang naging support group siya for other women, right? Like we're inviting people to join so then we can be a support group. But we started as each other's kind of support group unknowingly. Kaming tatlo. Kasama na rin si Trixie. Kasi parang kaming nag-uusap. Every two weeks, nagla-live kami. Mag- oh no, every week pa nga. Magkasama kami. Every week may episode kami. And then, of course, before we go live, we have several, you know, meetings before each live we talk about the topic, we talk about the discussion, ganyan. So yung bonding namin mas naging tighter, right? So we just found something, uh, an, an interesting topic that we all love, which was pageants, which, which, which also was the thing that connected us anyway. And sumakto pa sa pandemic, so dahil hindi nga kami makalabas at wala rin kaming mga nakikita or nakakausap in real life, it helped. It helped keep us sane. And then it also helped other people because then they felt like they had something to look forward to every week. Um, so, hindi sinasadya yung naging mga benefits niya. We just wanted to do it for fun. Hindi sinasadya na maging support group siya for the three of us, for the community. Three seasons later, we're still doing Queen Tuhan, and then now we have a Spotify original. So, 
I guess you could say this was a a surprise. Of course, it was a surprise. It was a little passion project that just we wanted to do out of out of wala lang, fun lang and friendship. And um ano na rin, years in the making din siya. So it was a you know, it was about time that we made it happen. I'm just really happy with the way it kind of blossomed after one year. Um I never expected that I we would grow a community where women would be, you know, going online, giving advice to each other, even though they don't know each other through our Facebook group. Um, that makes me proud. That actually makes me very proud. Whenever I see how supportive the women are, it like I feel like, you know, giving myself a pat in the back and being like, ah, I we made this happen. Pretty cool. It's interesting to see also because, you know, society tends to pit women against other women. They make us be very competitive with each other. And that's a dynamic that is not only exclusive in pageants. I mean, you get it anywhere you go. So it, it's nice to see that in a in a place where you're supposed to be competing with each other, in a setting that compet- competition talaga, that you can actually foster really good female relationships like that. What would you tell other women who don't have the same approach or don't have the same perspective? Parang nasanay na kasi na parati kailangan competitive or ano mo yun? Um, you know, like, naiintindihan ko naman yung, yung fire na yun, yung drive na yun na kailangan maging competitive ako, kailangan patunayan ko na deserve ko nandito ko, especially as a woman. Um, because I I have that and I still go through that and I don't think that ever really fully disappears. Um, the thing is just choosing, I guess, when you want to be competitive and to towards who. So if it's gonna be towards other women, for example, in a in a beauty pageant, I I get it because isalang ang mananalo talaga, tas you're all competing for the same crown. But when you say competition, it doesn't mean to be destructive towards each other or towards yourself or to try to pull somebody down so then you can get the you know you can get the lead but um, i really don't think it's like that there's plenty of space for everyone i would like for women to kind of be more aware of that that it's not a race against you know trying to get that position kasi hindi naman tayo nag-aagawan at dapat hindi tayo nag-aagawan ano yun? bakit sa lalaki hindi nangyayari to di ba exactly exactly and it's not it's not negative for them eh. because yeah. parang yeah it's it's parang parang and you know they can I guess they can be competitive tas friends pa din sila at the end of the day yeah like for example a basketball game right And then, nata, syempre, one team loses, one another one wins. And then they all shake hands afterwards. And we all say, oh, sportsmanship. But then when queens hug each other at the end of a beauty pageant, we say, uy, plastic. Parang, bakit? Dahil babae kami, hindi kami pwedeng mag-get along. Hindi pwedeng maging masaya kami para sa kaibigan namin. Hindi pwedeng, hindi ako nanalo today, pero baka naman sa ibang aspeto ng buhay ko, manalo naman ako. Parang, ito lang ba yun? And I guess not just in a beauty pageant setting, but in any setting where 
you know, kahit nasa workplace ka or nasa school, that shouldn't be the approach. And even though other people would like to believe that for us women, uh, that we can get along, it's up to us to prove them that they're wrong, that it's actually not true. And boy, we still have, you know, a long way to go when it comes from that. Um, but, you know, that's why we're doing podcasts like this. That's why we keep talking about it. That's why we keep spreading the word. I also want to ask you, because obviously being a celebrity and being in showbiz, you're asked about certain aspects of your life all the time that I guess are considered juicy. And I suppose that comes with the territory of being a public figure, but it's actually a universal female experience din, yung nini-reduce ka to certain aspects or roles or topics about yourself. And is this a point of frustration for you? Because, you know, there, you're, you're much more than just all these little singular questions yeah of course i mean i'll give you an example when i won miss universe i didn't get a lot of questions about what kind of i mean during an interview i didn't get a lot of questions about what it meant to be a miss universe or what are the projects i'm working on i felt that people were more interested in who i was dating for example huh kahit na nanalo na ako ng Miss Universe, gusto mo lang malam kung sino yung katate ko. Parang, bakit yun? Bakit mas ma-importante yun? It's society eh. It's, um, it's what's being expected of us. But I'm really happy to see that there are more women out there who are not following what society says. You know, going out of the norm and just carving out their own path and being, not in being embarrassed to share it. Important din kasi na, for example, you're you're a woman and then you decide to to just live your life a little differently. Na hindi ka naka-focus, naka-focus ka sa career mo, gusto mong magkaroon ng magandang buhay and let's say hindi mo pa goal talaga na mag-asawa or mag-settle down or whatever. And then I think it's important that ano eh na naririnig natin yung mga ganyang klaseng kwento ng mga women empowerment. Like women who don't follow the norm. Women who, um, who you know, carve out their own future, their own destiny. Dapat mas marinig natin yung mga ganong kwento. So then we, we can also feel more empowered and inspired to do the same for ourselves. Uh, marami na rin naman. Marami na rin naman. But I, you know, it's... Kasi ganyan naman yan, di ba? Like, as you're growing up and as you're finding yourself as a woman, you rely on the other women around you. You look around you and you think, okay sila, okay din ba na gawin ko tong step na to? Alam mo yung parang, you kind of scope the area to see if, is it safe for me to do something out of the box? Is this woman doing the same? Did she do the same? Is she okay? Is she... Is she doing well? Like, parang, tama ba to? If I do something that's out of the norm, is it is it wrong? Am I doing something? Am I doing a mistake? But then, now that we see more women out there who are not just, parang, kung ano yung ina-expect sa kanila bilang babae, hindi, na hindi nila sinusunod yun yun lang. Maganda yun eh. Parang, mas marami pa tayo na rinig ng mga kwento na mga, na pwede rin makapag-inspire sa atin. How about you? Have there have there been any really strong female figures or role models or kahit mga kwento na naririnig mo that you really took to heart and you said, okay, I'm keeping this with me because this is 
inspiration for how I want to live my life. You know, I didn't really have a model growing up. Um, I don't really remember obsessing about a certain person lang or a certain woman. But um, I did pick up a lot from stories from other women. So not specifically just one woman. There are several of them, but each one of them has a different set of stories that would inspire me and parang, you know, trigger something in me na, ay, kung kaya niya, kaya ko rin, ganon. And hindi rin kasi ako lumaki sa encouragement eh, which is, uh, I don't know, is it a Filipino thing? Pero hindi ako lumaki sa, kaya mo yan, anak, or di go, hindi ako lumaki sa encouragement, lumaki ako sa, sa lait. <laughs> lumaki ako sa lait. So parang sa akin, um, the way I was encouraged as a child was through, instead of, uy, kaya mo yan, gawin mo lang yan, kukuha mo yan. Um, we're so proud of you. Instead, I would like hear, uy, baka hindi mo magawa yan, or you're gonna fail at that, or wag na lang, or sure ka ba? So whenever I would hear that, I just, I guess I just program my mind to, to work in a way where the negativity would be my fuel to get better. So, hindi ako lumaki sa, alam mo yun, yung sa praise. Lumaki ako sa doubt and parang walang tiwala sa akin, ganon. So, then that became my motivation to be like, you know what, wait a minute, I'm gonna prove you guys wrong. I mean, going through life, you know, you get rejected, you get discriminated, you get um, you feel like you're not good enough. You feel like you're working twice as hard but not getting any results, um, whether it be at school or in at work. Um, it's something that happens. I gotta prove something. Like, I And, you know, I, I experienced that when I was a kid and, you know, I carried that with me as an adult. And, I think it helped. <laughs> I think it helped in a way. But then I also had to tell myself to put the brakes on a little bit because maybe I am now becoming too competitive in a way where I want to prove myself to the opposite sex, but I'm also being competitive towards the same sex. Like, you, do you know what I mean? Yes, so yes. I feel like I'm trying to find my footing in this world, to find my place in this world, to prove everybody wrong that I can't do it. But at the same time, ayoko naman ng meron ako mga matamaan along the way. May mga mahila ako pababa or meron ako mga masaktan. So, it was ano, ah, a lot of um, learning along the way because there was a time before Miss Universe where I was very competitive. That's the word. I was very competitive and I was a man-hater. <laughs> like, that's the word. Yeah, like, I was in, you know, several failed relationships that failed really badly I kept losing in pageants. I didn't get the break I wanted at ABS-CBN. Like, just things weren't work, And I was broke. Things weren't working out for me. So I said, alam niyo, kasi hindi kayo naniniwala. Wala kayong tiwala kasi sa akin feeling niyo hindi ko kaya eh. Alam mo yun, that's the conversation I had in my head. Like, parang, uh, kasi wala kayong bilib sa akin. So parang, I just kind of changed the way I absorb. All, all of it, like the way I reacted to it. And then that that helped me. So when in a way before, uh, when I was younger, like in my early 20s, I became too competitive. I found the balance naman now um, 
na parang I know I come from a beauty pageant. I know I come from a lot of rejection. And it might come naturally to me to be competitive, but I don't I realize that I don't have to be. It's really choosing who you are competing with. Is it really another girl or is it yourself? You know? I think that's something that a lot of people would be able to relate to. And also, you know, to pick yourself up from that point where feeding more nothing is working out Mm -hmm. is also something I think a lot of people are going through right now Mm -hmm. in this in this pandemic na marami siguro nakakaisip na hindi na sila makakabangon, di ba? From, yeah. from what we're experiencing now. And when when you're at that low point, what's what's something that when you were in it, you wish you could have heard, someone would have told you? What would you tell other people? That's a really interesting question. Because I felt like I didn't, when I was going through a lot of, of these challenges before, the thing is, I didn't really rely on other people to help me. I didn't, I think, maybe something that I wish I heard more. Feedback, siguro yun. And, and, and maybe this sounds like parang an unexpected answer because when you are going through, I guess, as a young woman and you're going through life, you're not exactly sure if you're making the right choice or not. And sometimes it really helps to just get feedback from your friends and your family para namang ma-put at iska if you're going into the right direction. Personal experience, when I was going through with ABS-CBN, going through the pageants, it kept failing. I was broke. I had gotten out of a, you know, a terrible, real, a, a bad breakup. And then I I had the idea of joining Binibini. So, of course, it started with a, a feeling, a gut feel, but I'm not sure if this is the right direction for me. What if somebody says, huh? And dami na nangyari sa buhay mo, tapos ngayon biglang, ah, shalya sa budget. Parang, is this really the right decision? Sometimes it really helps to just hear from your family or your friends, to hear their feedback. Are they happy for you? Do they, th- do they see that you're happy? Like, um, do they see changes in you? Do they see like you're, you're, parang you're doing well or you're growing to this, you're growing as this better person? Um, kasi that's something I didn't get a lot of. Again, parang umuhugot ako eh, no? But I didn't get a lot of when I was, you know, going through all of this. I didn't get enough feedback from people. So I wasn't exactly sure if I was going in the right direction. Hindi ko sure kung quit ko ba showbiz, sali ba ko ulit, gagawin ko. Pero wala magre-react. So hindi ko tuloy alam kung tama ba to. Alam mo yun, I wish I had a sounding board. I guess that that would be my answer. I wish I had a sounding board then. So then I had somebody to bounce ideas off with. And then, para din meron akong shock absorber. <laughs> Importante yun eh. Importante yeah. yeah. The the shock absorber, the sounding board, the I guess the support system. That's what's yeah. really important. How did you know that you were doing the right thing. I mean, how did you make that decision na, okay, ito na talaga yung gagawin ko? Because it, from what you're saying, it sounds like you were very tentative. You were always wondering if you, what you were doing is the right thing. It finally felt like I was going in the right direction when I could see that other people were happy for me. To see that they're happy with whatever decision I've made, then that gives me peace. 
paano kung yung sinabi ko is, di na ako sasali ulit. Pero happy pa rin sila para sa akin. In my head, that will mean na, you know what, I think this was the right decision because everybody seems very sound about it. So that's how I knew that I was going in the right direction but because of how my family reacted to it. Kung ang re- naging reaction ng family ko nun is um, medyo mas hindi supportive towards joining again, then maybe that would have been a problem or a struggle. But it really helped. Kasi ganito kasi yan, if you, ipapagine setting ko na lang din ulit para mas personal, Pero this could be another situation. It could be school, work, relationship. If you're about to make a decision, like for example with me, about to join a beauty pageant, and I'm not sure, and then I ask my family for advice, or maybe not family, the people closest to you, your best friend, your boyfriend, whoever, and then they're supportive, but a million people in the Philippines are not supportive. Diba? Diba parang kaya mo pa rin? Kasi... Yung the people who really matter to you have your back. So it's not really so much about the volume of how many people approve and how many don't approve. It's how many people that matter to you approve. Because yun yung magdadala sa'yo hanggang sa finish line eh. Kasi syempre, alam mo naman hindi lahat supportive sa'yo. Some even might want to see you fail. But then you have a handful of people that you... that you know you you know you can talk to who have your back parang kaya mo parang kakayanin mo lahat so i think um that really helps that's how you know you're in the right path if you obviously if you have even your friends and your family telling you don't do it it's the wrong decision to make makinika diba parang iconsider mo na yon pero kung hindi naman um and they're supportive i think that's a it's not Telling you what the right answer is, but it's at least pointing you to the right direction. What would you tell other women who are chasing their dreams and getting discouraged with how long it takes to achieve them? Oh my gosh. Like, gets na gets cold. You know, this reminds me, before, when I used to be in ABS-CBN, with ABS-CBN as an actress, I would look at all the group photos of the Star Circle Batch. The Star, Star Circle Batch 1, 2, 3, ganyan. And then, si Piolo Pascual, nasa mga bandang 1 or 2 siya. Ako, nasa Star Circle Batch 11 ako. And launched ako nito nung bagets pa ako. So, you can imagine now yung mga batch nila, Liza, kung pang ilan na sila, 15 na yata si Liza eh. Baka may mga bago na, baka nga may Star Circle Batch 20 na ngayon, hindi ko na alam. Pero marami yan. So, every few years, they come up with a new batch of celebrities. And then from that pool of, you know, fresh stars, hopefully some superstars will emerge from there. Anyway, si Piolo Pascual, doon sa mga bandang unang-una, and I used to think, wait a minute, it took him 10 years to be Piolo Pascual? Sabi nila, oo, he waited 10 years before he got his break. Not even before he became this popular, before he got his break. And then I used to think, okay, Totoo pala talaga that some people don't get it right away. And then some people really have to wait and be patient and wait for their turn. And I learned that. <laughs> I was with ABS-CBN since I was 11. I mean, kilala niyo ba si Pia Romero? Hindi, di ba? So, wala. Walang nangyari. 
the pageants. Three years niyon usually naman, pagka unang sali mo pa lang. Pagka malakas ka talaga, ha, panalo ka agad, tapos kukumpit ka na internationally. Hindi naman siya parang high school na four years, tapos parang na rin akong bumalik sa schooling nun, di ba? Of course not, but I... I want women to know that it's completely normal. That that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you if it takes longer. Sometimes even the most prepared people, if the opportunity isn't there yet, you're just what nothing, nothing, nothing happens yet. So to me, it's all about timing. Also, the formula I think is when preparedness meets opportunity. Because you just have to you know trust in yourself and keep working at it towards your goals, and hopefully. One day, I don't know when, but that opportunity will come along, and then that's where magic happens. So that's my advice to young girls who are listening to this right now, who are getting impatient, and are feeling like they're failing towards it. I failed so many times. There are even moments where it didn't even make sense anymore to keep pushing. But I want you to know that it's normal. It's it's something that a lot of people go through doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you and this is a test this is the ultimate test actually if you are committed enough to stick around for your dreams how badly do you want it i have a question actually a follow up question to that where do you think you are on your journey kasi hindi pa siya tapos eh i know hindi pa tapos yung journey mo so where are you right now on that i'm slowly starting to learn more about myself and i know this sounds like weird hearing it from me but for a very long time my focus was beauty pageants getting the crown getting 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 the crown and then eventually giving up the crown and then living you know the beauty queen miss universe image but then it was all about the crown and miss universe and pleasing other people but it was never about me and what made me happy and what i like and i was asked this question a few years ago before i passed on my crown i was asked by Paula Sugar she's the president of miss universe and then she asked me pia what makes you happy And then I said, "Well, this is what makes me happy: the crown, my job, you guys. You all make me happy." Pero sabi niya, "But without all of this, what makes Pia happy? Makes you happy? Like, don't think about other people. Ikaw, what do you want?" And then I just didn't have an answer for it at that time because to me it was like, "What? Wait a minute! I thought my reason for existing is to work for you guys and." you know to make you guys proud and to make the fans proud and to make everybody proud like what do you mean why are you suddenly asking me what, what I want I want what you want you know but um after a while that question really stuck in my head and after a few years I realized I didn't have the answer for it because it was too much focused on other people pa outwards bigay bigay ako ng bigay tapos trying to get validate validation through other people through their feedback or what they think of me kung love ba nila ako hindi and i didn't get the answer right away and actually took me up to now i'm still learning the answer but i'm slowly learning it and i'm slowly learning more about me about pia not miss universe na master ko na yung miss universe ano yung perfect na sagot perfect na smile perfect na walk pero sadly hindi ko pa na master yung ako but but i don't think that's a bad thing 
Um, I think it's going to be a lifelong journey (laughs) um, towards learning more about me. I'm making progress. And that's what I want people to know is that kahit naman nanalo ka na sa Miss Universe, it doesn't mean that life is perfect. You know, going back to your, you know, what we talked about at the beginning of this session is that I don't want people to look at a beauty queen and think, Perfect. Gusto ko makita nila imperfect, daming pinagdaanan, pero kinaya pa rin. That's beautiful. And I know so many people can relate and will love hearing that because, you know, we're all we're all struggling at some point. We're all working through our own issues. And it. I don't want to say it's comforting, but it kind of is to know that like people like you, like Miss Universe, are also owning up to these struggles well. And thank you for sharing them with us here on What Glass Ceiling. And I, I just have to say thank you before we head to our very last question, which will wrap things up. And I'm going to ask you for your words to live by. But again, I have to say thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. We're so grateful. No, thank you, Dan. Thank you for inviting me here. So there, can you give us your words to live by? When I was growing up, I am an introvert and I felt embarrassed or asking for advice from my teachers or my mentors or my, my parents. So I relied on books a lot. So I was reading this book, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it. It's called The Seven Habits. When I was reading The Seven Habits, I came across this quote there that said, who I am is what I have, and what I have is lost. Then who am I? So it's something that I still think about and I try to remember is that your title is not really what defines you. It's not how many crowns are under your belt. It's not how many friends you have, how many followers you have, how many handbags you have, how much money you have, or how many medals do you have, how many of these things you have. Without all of this, sino ka ba? Are you really happy? Are you truly happy? And do you really know yourself? I think is a question that we all should be asking ourselves. Thank you so much, Angganda. Thank you, Dan. 